You are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 200. 200 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co host, Chris. You and prop, I mean, stack guy, Rye. Prop, prop. What up? Prop, prop. You got to get closer. Ryan's, Ryan doesn't know how to work a fucking microphone. You got to get closer to the computer, dude. It's not. I'm going to. You're good? <laughs> That's good. Can you, can you make sure your whole face is covered? For anyone who doesn't know, we, we also have the show on YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube, MRST Podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, tell anybody watching on YouTube to just kind of ignore me today because for some reason, even though we have to wear masks hey, everywhere, some, yeah. I somehow came down with a cold yeah. this weekend. So it might be. Oh, boy. You better get tested, bro. Common cold? The common cold you got? I hope so. I mean, uh, No, really here's what you got to do. Can I be honest? I'm not in the mood to catch COVID right now. Can I be honest with what you have to do? Uh, uh-huh. I'm not even kidding. Oh, Call work oh. right now. Tell them you're sick. Right, stay right into the sun. Okay. Tell them you're stay sick. Right the bada bang, bada boom. They have to keep you home for two weeks. And you get paid. Mm-hmm. Second thing you got to do, get a test. Get a test. And don't, oh, and don't, pull, and don't pull a turner and like get a test, test positive and then go around hugging your family. Just just get a test, test positive, stay family. home, quarantine. Jumping. How good does a quarantine sound right now? You could use a good quarantine yeah. from everyone. Yeah. Don't see my kid for two weeks. That sounds real fun. No, you FaceTime. No, okay. You FaceTime. You don't have to change any shitty diapers. Okay. What's up, Probably fellas? A year over here. Rather, have, rather get COVID than change my kid diapers. Yeah. Fuck it. So, how you guys doing? What a, what a way to start episode 200. Two, two. How did we start episode 100? Was that 100 episodes already that we had uh, John Sterling on? John Sterling on? Jesus, yeah, God, no, man. Yeah, uh, no major guests this week. It's just going to be us breaking down, keep them, dump them as part two. Got a couple other things that we're going to talk about, but we're going to open the show today thanking the fans for their support of this show through 200 episodes. Uh, I mean, really, when we started this back in what was it, June, July of 2017, I really August. didn't really didn't think in my wildest dreams that we'd be sitting here recording a 200th episode. I thought somewhere along the way, the two of us, you know, I don't, I don't count Ryan in any of this. He's, he's such a flake. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. He's gonna. No, I mean, totally. we're, yeah. we're, <laughs> we we got to finish by 8:20 so we can watch the Eagles game. I got a I got a streak going, dude. I have oh no, never mind. I just missed one. I just missed one. <laughs> yeah, but that was a that was a scheduled miss. That's it that's okay. Yeah. Scheduled, scheduled miss. Scheduled misses are okay. You used to go fucking we'd be like, hey, Where's Ryan? Broke. We'd be like, Where's yeah, well, Ryan? I'd be like, I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to him in two weeks. He'd he'd be like, You're my you're his brother. I'm like, Yeah. yeah. There were more confirmed sightings of Bigfoot than Ryan on the NYYST yeah. podcast. For I a was while me ago. actually. Every NFL I'm Sunday. Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, that was when I was more into, well, it's because of fantasy, probably, I guess. Yeah. I just didn't want to yeah. not I miss the Eagles. Eagles yeah, went on, were on that run. But definitely won. That's 17, miss. Christian, the Super Bowl? I don't know. You tell me. You're the Eagles fan. That was 17, yeah. yes. It was 
it's coming on like three years already. Uh, yeah. So as I was saying here, I thought at some point Chris and I would get just bored of doing this or just get frustrated or whatever the word is or however we would have felt about it and just given up on it. But here we are 200 episodes later and I'm going to fucking toot our horn here. Uh, we got an e- email uh, that ranks podcast nationally and we are ranked 56 out of 10,000. 10,000 plus. 10,000 10, baseball podcasts. And you're going to, and you can sneeze at that, but that just to me being ranked in the top 60 of all baseball podcasts in this country, I'm going to, I'm going to take that as a major accomplishment. Hell yeah, and, that's, dude. and that's something that we couldn't have done without the support of our fans. We got some really loyal fans out there. If you're new to the show or you've been listening since episode one or came along somewhere in the middle, uh, we we definitely thank you for your support, and uh, you know we're gonna keep pushing for another 200 episodes for you guys. We you know we're doing this to bring entertainment to the Yankee fans, and hopefully you know I I don't know this, but maybe other baseball fans are listening to this and might say, hey, all not all Yankee fans are stupid because these three guys actually know what they're talking about here. But most of you are stupid. Most of you are stupid. Most of you are dumb. We'll and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. There's a lot of you show show your stupidity on a daily basis here. Yes, well, we thank, love you. You know that this this is just the way that this show goes. It's like thank you for your support, but you're stupid. But you're fucking stupid. But you're stupid. But you're hanging with the fucking fellas. You know what? Out of all this, out of all the guests we've have had on Brian Hoke, fucking John Sterling, Brett uh, Brett Boone. Lance McCullers, uh, Lance McCullers Jr. Fucking that one guy, Ben Heller. That, that one What's the comedian's dude, name? What's the comedian's name? Vic oh, yeah, DiBattetto. Out of all of those, out of all of those things, my favorite part so far that my favorite takeaway of this show so far has been what the what our fans have kind of dubbed us, and it's and it's just like everyone, any loyal fan of ours says they feel like they're just hanging with the fellas talking Yankees. And I think that kind of like that kind of like made our brand full circle. So that's that's been my favorite takeaway of everything plus Ryan's impressions, obviously. Yeah, well we've had yeah, Brian Cashman on the show, Brett Gardner. Oh, it's true. Mike Francesa. John Minko. John Minko. Speaking of impressions, Ryan, I I ran into a friend of mine yesterday. Uh, he told yeah. me that you do you do really good impressions, as if I didn't know that already. And he said that you gave him permission that he can come on the show. Now I don't know where you got no. the idea that that you had the authority to book guests on this show. I told him cool. too, though. I told him he can come on the show too. I, I would, well, yeah, maybe. I know, would we love. Are on, we are on two hundred episodes here. Maybe I do get a, a little. Uh, yeah, I agree. A little bit of a listen. I'll be honest on. with you, and then we'll get to the content because I know we sometimes we fluff a little too much. But Chris Perini is. I don't. I can't even describe. I actually can't even describe. You can't describe this guy. If we could just have him on as like a bonus episode, but where we don't even talk Yankees, we just literally just talk to Chris Perini. I really think that would be our best show ever. I think people would be so amused by this person. He is, he, he is a character. That's, that's the least. I don't I think do. I can, I don't think I can actually tell you some of the stories about him on this show without alienating 70% of the people. that listen Absolutely. To show. Absolutely. 
but he was the best man at my wedding over you. Yeah, that's fucking, seriously. <laughs> it's like a fucking knife in my chest. Uh, triggered. Here we go, triggered. Triggered. All right, we got, a, we got a long show to get to. We got a lot of stuff to get to. We're going to start with the World Series. Uh, the Dodgers are the world champions of the fake baseball season. It's <laughs> fake, right, because the Yankees didn't. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's no, fake. it definitely didn't count. It yeah, wasn't I thought the same about at that. all. I thought about that. You know what, fuck it, it was fake. I'm going to go back on everything I said. Fucking fake as fuck. Uh, I, the only real thing I really want to touch on is game six is when Kevin Cash pulled Blake Snell like a moron. Uh, and people were like, oh, Aaron Boone would have done the same thing. Yeah, he booned it. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he didn't, though. Because if you got to think about it, it, would you say Snell is their ace? I think they consider Snell their ace. I think. Yeah, I would, I would say so. For sure. Yeah. He would not have done that with Garrett Cole. He no, and you look at but but you look at you look at the innings pitched the entire year. Blake Snell the whole regular season didn't pitch more than five innings. So yeah, he I was had that, that track and, record. He, and they said that too. He doesn't go deep, but this is an elimination game. Your entire season's on the line. This Absolutely. guy's dominating. Dominating. Can you let him pitch a, pitch a few more yeah. well, batters? And at least? It's, it's not even right. It's not even the pitch count. And because that's what you thought it, it was. I think it was in know, the 70s, right? He was at it like was 70s right. Yeah. 73, I think that. you thought it was, you know, guys pitch under 100 because of their arms and you want the, you know, you want them to you know not get hurt or whatever. But really for Kevin Cash, it was more he didn't want him to face the Dodgers a third time. He would, yeah, but the, the who bats second for them? It's Betts and somebody else, right? I, I forget who batted second for them. They were combined I, for, sure, I think they were 0 for 6 or 0 for 4 with four strikeouts or 0 for 6 with six strikeouts in the game against Snell or something like that. I mean, Mookie he only Betts, gave up one hit. Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts was smiling like he got a Nintendo for Christmas. That's mm-hmm. how happy he was that Snell came out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nick Anderson. It, it wasn't had, a good move. Who, who, who was lost? I mean, he was out of gas since the Yankee since uh, since the beginning of the LCS. He was out of gas. Do you know how you know I, it's? I just, do you know how you know it's just not a good move? When even if they won the game, even if it worked out, you're still you're still sitting there going, but Snell could have given you a little bit more. You know, the Snell could have get. It, it, it was a lose lose for him at that point. And I really hated to see it because as much of a douchebag as Kevin Cash was during that press conference. And Blake Snow. And Blake Snow. I fucking hate yeah. Blake. No, I'm not talking about hating to see it for Gotta Blake give, Snow. You have to give credit to Blake Snell, though, man. He, he really showed that he's a big game pitcher. Oh, yeah. But look, I, I actually really love Kevin Cash. I think he's a fucking phenomenal manager. And this was just like he just fucking got in his own way. Uh, is it analytics again? I mean, is this Absolutely. analytics? This yes. Was this was pre crazy. I mean, 100%. I mean, how many times do we have to see it? it? It's that's the most frustrating thing in the world to me is when people continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again and not learning from the past. How many times do we have to see analytics get in the way of of a baseball game? Sometimes it's sometimes it hinders it hinders your performance. As a manager, as anyone. What bothers me too at that is analytics are driven by, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over again and you have that precedent set and you say, well, he did that move because that's the move that he did the entire season, but this wasn't a regular baseball season. The entire season was only 60 games and after 60 games... This wasn't a regular baseball game. It's game six of the World Series. Right, exactly. 
Right. With with your it was it was the last game of the season for Blake Snell too. So you add that in there. Plus, 60 games isn't a true measure of a baseball season. You can't – that's just not how baseball has worked ever, ever. So, you can't really use that excuse. So, I just think, yeah, Kevin Cash got cute one too many times. And, yeah, maybe Moneyball's not not the way to go. And it looks like the Chicago White Sox are in the same line of thinking with their hire of Tony La Russa. Right? I mean, that's that's another team that's looking – maybe baseball's going to start to go away from Moneyball a little bit more. Is Hinch back? Is Hinch official? Yeah, he's with the, so. with the Tigers now. With the Tigers. I guess fuck who's would you want to go to, to the Tigers? The, well, guess who's a finalist to get the Red Sox job? Cora? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I want to say it's Carlos Mendoza, the Yankees bench coach. Uh, him, he's one of the finalists. Uh, That's cool. Cora is, too, so. Look, some, dude. Uh, some some punishment these guys got. Here. We knew, but you. Here's the thing. I hate when people act surprised with certain things. I'm not surprised. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying a, a lot of people. You can't be shocked by this. Like you had to know that was coming. We said it from the second he got fired. Now I went out on Twitter and I said I fought someone because they said the Red Sox would be stupid not to hire him back, and then that's when I fought them because I said. Actually, technically, it's a slap in the face at that point to Major League Baseball because why fire him anyway? Why fire him in the first place then? Exactly. Like, just suspend him for a year and have an interim manager, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, why Why put the show on like you're, like you're fucking, you know, cleansing yourself of all sins and fire the guy and then just, just to hire him back? It, I hate shit like that. But you knew it was coming. The only reason why Hinch isn't the manager in Houston is because Dusty Baker actually did a decent job down there. Yeah, he and did. He, he was really a, the perfect guy to kind of scrub some of that shit off the wall. And if they there. decide to cheat again, like Dusty Baker is the perfect guy to have. He's definitely clueless when it comes to that shit. Like, what's this cord running down here on the dugout? Oh, I don't know, Dust. Why you just go fucking sit down on the bench, please? Like, he, did, he won't know. But you know what? Core is a good fit in Boston. And if and if they just suspended him and said, you know what, he's coming back next year, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably not a bad move. I wouldn't have hated the Red Sox for doing that. But the fact that they had to like please everybody and and act like they were, you know, cared more about baseball than they did about the organization to fire him, just give me a break at that point. I'd be surprised if anybody else besides Cora ends up getting the job, to be honest with you. I really think they'll just end up just giving him the job back. Well, he's clearly the best guy for the job. We all know, we know that. I really want to hate them again next year. Yeah. I don't I, know if I, yeah, I got to say, I hate not hating them. And I want Cora, that's why I want Cora back, because I hate him. I just fucking hate him Yeah, so hate his much. guts. Hate his guts. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, real quick, uh, the Mets are officially sold. Uh, Stevie Cohen and uh, Thank God. Mets fans like to say his sexy money uh, have purchased the Mets and uh, Bill De Blasio. Uh, you know, he decided that he he made himself out to try to be the and look, no politics on the show. The election is Tuesday. I'm sure you'll get your fill of this bullshit uh, in the next couple of days. Do you want me to be like Facebook on the show? Go vote. Go vote. Are you registered to vote? Go vote. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're registered to vote, you should vote, but that's, but really, like, that's but like, if you don't, whatever, 
That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, he wanted, you know, because apparently I, I don't live in New York City, uh, but apparently he's he's the worst mayor ever. If you listen to anybody that lives in New York City or works there, so he needed himself a W here, and he made it seem like he's the one that allowed right. Cohen to buy the Mets, right? Because there was some yeah. uh, clause in the uh, in the lease agreement with the city and the Mets for uh, City Field that uh, well, he, he, he that's was, good. He, that's good. Plus, I heard he's. A, plus, I heard he's buddy buddy with uh, a Rod. Who, yeah. Bill? Yeah, I heard he's. It's I, good. It's good. He's taking the time to do this during a global, yeah, yeah. during a pandemic. Yeah. They got to help the Mets because the Mets are a pandemic. <laughs> 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 All I'm going to do is take this from. I'll take this real quick from two sides here. I'm actually happy that the Mets. So am uh, I got sold here and maybe we'll act like a major market team. Uh, I do have a lot of fan uh, friends that are Met fans. Uh, so, you know, it, and it's as Evan Roberts put it earlier in the week, it's like now at least they can be in the conversation. Like he said, you know, when CC Sabathi or Garrett Cole is a free agent, like if you're talking with your Yankee fan friends about that, you can't, you really have to excuse yourself from the conversation because you knew that wasn't for the Mets, but now at least they can, you know, time will tell if Cohen's actually going to, you know, back up the talk here. But, you know, at least now they feel like they can put themselves in that conversation. Whereas with the Wilpons, it was like, mm, not really. But and on a, and from uh, from an, from the Yankee perspective, I don't care. I don't like a lot of Mets fans are like, oh, we have money now. OK, yeah. You really think you're going to get in the way of the Yankees signing somebody they really want to sign that you, have you know, right now? But you, you know really the first that, move, though. The DJ first LeMahieu. move you have to make is DJ LeMahieu. That's that, what I was really thinking, think, dude. By far the first move to make. You, you, you think that if Garrett Cole was a free agent this year that the Mets were going to outbid the Yankees for Garrett Cole? No. The Yankees are still going to go out there and get who they want. What the what it's going to come down to is the Mets are going to still – are going to be able to go out there and get guys that the Yankees maybe not, are not necessarily interested in that they would have had to sit on the bench in previous seasons because they were, you know, poor, I guess, you know. Yeah. If, if and you, you know what? At the end that. of the day, this is always your take on a Christian. When New York sports are good, which they haven't been in a way too long, um, it's just good for the sport. Like, yeah, I like when the Mets are good, man. Like, I like watching baseball. Like, when the Mets are atrocious, like, I have no interest in turning on a Met game. So, yeah. if they're going to be good and the Yankees aren't playing or they're playing later in the day or whatever, you know, whatever, I, I'll sit there and watch a Met game. I don't want to watch, like, an under 30, like 30 games under 500 Met team, you know? Like, I would yeah. like to watch a I like watching baseball, and, you know, I don't really – I have the package, but it's just a pain in the ass to fucking watch it. So, like, I'd rather sit there and watch the Mets be in a competitive game, you know, be a good team, maybe yeah. going for a, a playoff spot or something like that. Yeah. Didn't the Yankees – Yankees had some big uh, big news this week too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, they did. The Yankees started with their move, their off-season maneuvering uh, earlier today, right before we uh, – we signed on here. They they did not extend the qualifying offer to Masahiro Tanaka, meaning that he is now not that DJ LeMayu isn't, but now he doesn't come with any draft pick compensation should he sign uh, with another team. So Tanaka and the Yankees still you there's still a possibility for uh, you know a reunion there. It's just that I don't think the Yankees value him at near 19 million dollars for one season. I I think maybe they might settle on something like. 
you know, two for 24, two for 30, somewhere in that area. I still think both sides could use each other. We talked about that last week. Um, but that's where that is. DJ LeMayu uh, did get extended the qualifying offer. So if he does sign with another team, the Yankees will get a draft pick for him. But I, I mean, Ryan, Ryan thinks he's going to go to the Mets, but I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think DJ is going anywhere to be honest. Yeah, no. And, and it's like, hope not. it kind of sucks. Cause you, for the last two years, you've seen like the injured list, the injury list, whatever for the Yankees just pile up. That's like the free agent list right now, just one after the other. And it, and DJ has, this has to be done quick. You cannot let this linger. If you if you're going to sign him, it has to happen quick. Because I'm telling you right now, I believe that DJ is a loyal guy in that sense. And DJ will sit down with you if you're going to put an offer in front of him. And as long as you're not slapping him in the face and making a fool out of him, I think he takes it. I don't think he shops it. Well, the Yankees offered him $19 million to play the next year. Yeah, that's a raise over his twelve okay. million. So you okay, let me ask you a question. Let me listen, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Me. Why did they offer that to him and not Tanaka? Because they value him at that number. They don't value no. Tanaka. At no, that that's wrong. What's they the, they did the it because then? they knew that if they offered it to Tanaka, he would accept it, and they weren't willing to pay him that money. And they knew if they offered it to DJ, he wasn't going to accept it, and they'd get a compensation pick out of it. They so, also are willing to pay DJ LeMayu that amount of money. Yes, they are well, not so if to he pay did take Tanaka it, right, that amount of money. That's what I'm saying. So if he did take it, they would have been like, "All right, good. We were, we were probably would have offered you more if he didn't." But great, okay. But that just shows you a baseline of where the Yankees are thinking right now of what they're willing to pay LeMayu. I still think it's probably going to get done at around four for a hundred, and I. I think that's, that's a good. I think. I think that's a really good benchmark. I really do. I actually think the Yankees are going to um, make a move here with him, where to in order to get the the deal done, they give him more per year and go three years instead of four. I really think that. I think for LeMayu to leave, he's going to have to be offered stupid money somewhere else because I think he knows that at his stage of his, this stage of his career, uh, winning might not be, I mean, the opportunities to win might not be there long-term. And for two or three years with the Yankees, I think that window's still open. So unless somebody's going to really go out there and pay him Mookie Betts money, which is just ri- ridiculous. Like, no one's going to do that. I think he'll come back. Yeah, I'd have to say if there's one year where you can get away with more three-year, two-year deals right now with with a higher you know salary per year. It's going to be this year. These guys, these younger free agents or guys who are really hitting their prime, there's not going to be a big market this year after the pandemic and who knows what next year. But in a couple of years, you know, you get your big chunk per year and go three years and maybe you get still get a good, uh, good deal a couple of years from now when revenue's back and... Uh, fans are back in the stadium. Yeah, this is LeMayu's last major contract, though. He's 32 years old. So you sign him for three, four years, he, this is it for him. I mean, he can still play past 36, obviously, but he's not going to be the same player or get the same yeah. type of money he's going to get now. So I understand him wanting to get paid, but I also think he's going to stay here if the Yankees offer him the right amount of money. So 
Uh, other clerical things the Yankees did. Brett Gardner's option was declined. We don't have to get into that right now uh, because Brett Gardner's on the list for today. So we'll talk about whether or not Gardy should come back and what we would do uh, when we get to that part of the show. Zach Britton's option was picked up, uh, his 2022 option, because if the Yankees declined it, then he could have opted for free agency, which I can't tell you how relieved I am that the Yankees did that because we discussed this last week when he was on uh, on the keep him dump him list. Uh, he's their most reliable arm. Uh, he's also their player rep for in the union, so you knew how valuable he was to that room. Um also, all you kept hearing, you know, you keep hearing how wants to get under 210, how wants to get under 210. Well, this is an area where the Yankees could have possibly saved some money mm-hmm. by letting D, by letting Zach Britton go. And it just goes to sh- and I told you that if the Yankees did not pick up Zach Britton's option and allowed him to possibly become a free agent that they weren't committed to winning a World Series in 2021. This is a minor this is not a, I don't want to say it's a minor step, but it's a medium-sized step into proving to me that they are still committed to winning in 2021. Yeah, it, it had to happen. Um, you know, if Tommy Canley wasn't going to be out all next year, you you could sit here and and say it wasn't as big of a deal. Um, even though, I mean, it really, really would have been close. But when we're talking about just the depth right now, they don't have they. They need to build back into that depth, and you got to start with the guy who you who was most reliable for you last year. And so, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. But, dude, I, I'm sorry if the Yankees give me some fucking bullshit excuse about about the luxury tax. And 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 look, two two seasons ago, we were on the Yankee side. We told the fans, "You got to calm down. It's this a fucking business." But that was two years ago when two years ago we said by 2019 we better win a World Series. By 2020, this is it. No, now it's 2021. You got your ace. You better not be caring about luxury tax right now. I'm sorry. No, because if they, you know, and I, you know, it's a business. We all get that. And there was no, there was a significant hit in revenue, but I don't want to hear it. You mean to tell me the Yankees are poor now? Right. Right. It's a, that's bullshit. And if they open up the stadium next year, how much is my hot dog going to cost? $11, uh, $13? Maybe. No, that's normal price. Probably like 20 28 It's a, a foot It's a foot long, though. That's how they get you. We talked about that, too. Can I get a water? Yeah, that's going to be $15. Uh, why? Because it's, selling, it's a, a three-liter bottle. Okay, I don't they, need a fucking... Are they selling food and stuff at places right now that where there are fans? Yeah, you got to wear your mask. You got to wear your mask. You got to shove it through. You got to cook it yourself, yeah. too. <laughs> you know how the mask is kind of open a little bit on the side there. You gotta, yeah. you gotta try to fucking maneuver yeah. it. <laughs> you, you can put the straw in there so you, for drinking. Yeah, you, know. yeah, you got to get a bendy straw. You got to get creative. Is really what this pandemic's all about. It's getting creative. Uh, also, uh, Tommy Kingley has opted to become a free agent. <laughs> uh, the Yankees didn't. Uh, Tommy Kingley was arbitration eligible. The Yankees decided to not offer him a contract. Uh, tried to outright him to AAA. He said no. So Tommy Canley is a free agent. Now, this is where school's in session, folks. Uh, I know a lot of kids are going remote these days. So, you know, this will be no different than getting your algebra uh, lesson for the week. Uh, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? I'm taking notes. I had, a notebook. I had a notebook next to me. He said school's in session, so. Let me write this. Let me put a header in here. Tommy Canely. <laughs> Reasons why Tommy Canely was 
Okay. Tommy nice. Red Bull. Tommy okay. Red Bull. Okay. Continue. Continue, Professor. All right. Now, the Yankees, this news came out yesterday, and, you know, naturally fans were like, oh, the Yankees, how could they do this? How could the Yankees do this? Oh, it's really simple. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to yell or scream or, you know, possibly but, uh, pop a blood vessel here, but I'm going to tell you that I understand not everybody is going to be an expert on the transaction process and how the business side of baseball actually works. I get it. But if you're going to hoot and holler and scream and, and, you know, just, throw a fit on social media, maybe Google something, you know, it's not hard to find out this information. If you could, if you type it into your Google machine, right? So if you don't want to do that and you listen to the show, you I'll tell you right now, Tommy Canely was due a raise regardless of the fact that he was going to, uh, he only pitched one game in 2020. He was going to get a raise on, in the arbitration process, right? Nobody has a problem with that. It's, collectively bargain whatever but if you're the yankees why are you paying a guy that's not going to pitch for you next year why are you going to give a guy a raise that's not going to pitch for you next year tommy kingley's going to miss all of 2021 with after recovering from tommy john surgery so that's why you don't offer him a contract you hope he accepts his his uh demotion and he didn't want to so he left he's going to be a free agent maybe he'll sign a two-year deal somewhere else you know, do a year rehabbing and maybe come back and pitch in 2022. But from the Yankees side, they, they did nothing wrong here. This is the nature of the business. This isn't like Luis Severino having Tommy John surgery and uh, you put him on the 60-day IL. Because guess what? Ta- uh, Luis Severino still has two more years on his deal. He's still expected to pitch in 2021. So you're, you're looking at a guy that you're still looking to get, uh, you know, uh, significant innings out of. Tommy Canely, you're not going to waste. Uh, you're not going to pay this guy three, four million dollars or whatever it was that he was going to make this year to sit on the injured list. You're just not going to do it. Can I ask you a question though? For for an appending free agent, if go ahead. We, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago, after this pandemic, and we just touched on it a few minutes ago with the revenue and and not having fans in the seats. I don't care how rich a team is. You're if you're going to go out and spend money you're going to allocate it in the right way. And you're going to pay guys who are going to at least at the very least be on the field for you next year. So who's going out of their way right now to throw crazy amounts of money at Tommy Canley to not even pitch next year on a contract where he's having a major surgery. It's not like he's getting fucking, you know, his fucking tonsils out. He's having Tommy John. You don't know what that what happens there. Why are you taking that gamble on Tommy Canely, who is not only getting surgery, but hasn't really been healthy the last couple of years or that effective up until he came back from the minor leagues? You're just not doing it. I just don't see the risk in letting him walk away at this point. Or, well, or why no we're risk. freaking or what? There is no risk. Right. So why is everyone freaking out? And he did oh, get he had, hurt at the beginning of the season, but the beginning of the season was in June. So yeah, he, he had surgery like August first or something. Right. Like that. So yeah, he he missed the entire year, and that that would be next year. So say they did get him, then it would have been his last year of arbitration. Then he would have been a free agent anyway. So it's just, exactly yeah. that's what I'm saying. That he was in his walk year of his contract, so the Yankees had no contractual obligation to him while he would be able to pitch. 
Just so a waste was, of money at that point. Yeah, I mean, if he was under contract for 2022 when they did this, I can understand the fan outrage for it because then you might have been expecting something out of Tommy in 2022. But he was a free agent at the end of 2021. What are you, what are you keeping him around for? You want to be nice to the guy and, you know, offer him an, uh, offer him an assignment down to AAA, you know, so he can rehab. That's that's fine. But you're going to go through the arbitration process and pay the guy $3 bucks for what? For what? It doesn't make any sense. No. So, yeah. you know, people want to say the Yankees are the bad guys here. 29 other teams would have done the same exact things. The Indians cut their closer, Brad Hand. They cut him. Let uh, him go a, for a, nothing because a, they didn't want to pay the guy. An elite arm, too. We're not just talking about some, some fucking Joe Schmo in the bullpen. Damn. Damn, so, Hand. I mean, I like the I would like the Yankees to take a look at him, see maybe what that that contract would look like for him, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, also, the Yankees did make one other clerical move. Uh, I did promise I would never uh, discuss him again on this show, but there is a little bit of news about him, so I will just say this: uh, Jay Happ's option was declined, so I will not comment. Uh, I'll let Ari Gold comment on Jay Happ. Get the fuck out! Boom! That's gonna be a great drop on this show. That's not the only time you're you're gonna hear that uh, throughout the MOISD podcast. I'll tell you that. So that's that's uh, that's our uh, comment on that option being declined. You want to play it again just in case they missed it. This Let, is let's this set is it up Ari a Gold. little. Let's set it up a little. Um, Ari Gold, Mister Hap, can you come to my office? Ari Gold. All right, so here we go. Ari Gold. Brian Cashman is calling Jay Happ into his office to let him know that his option is not being picked up. So Happ comes in. Aaron, Aaron, uh, can you send Happ into? Come in. Uh, yeah, boss, you wanted to talk to me? Get the fuck out! See ya! That's it. You fucking All right, loser. So I, I think we covered everything that kind of happened this this past week. Happen. So we can dive right in. To, <laughs> we can dive right into uh, the keep them dump them. And I believe Christopher has some homework. Ooh, I do. Before we get into the keep them dump we're going to have a quick message from our sponsor here. Uh, if you're heading in or out of New York City this November, our friends at Manscaped, the now global leaders in below the waist male grooming have taken over Penn Station literally. Manscaped wants you to use the right tools for the job and join the movement this holiday season. Head over to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with code NYYST20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code NYYST20. Don't miss this limited time offer to hop on the Manscaped Express this November. We'll thank you. Your significant others will thank you. But most importantly, your balls will thank you. Yeah, and let me just say this. Manscaped, uh, they do a lot of advertising on podcasts. Yes. So you're going to say to yourself, oh, why should I use this code over another code? Because you think that all these big time podcasts that you listen to that you have to sit through seven minutes of ads before you actually get to the content. You think they really need you to use their manscape code? Right. This is our sole advertiser. Okay. You want two hundred more episodes of this show? Use NYYST twenty when you go to check out a manscape. You're gonna get, you know. 
you know, paintyourlife.com, go fuck your mother.com, all these other places that advertise wow. on all these other podcasts. They're, you know, these guys don't need, they don't need your man. They don't need it. You're just a fucking number to them at that point. But you know, us, we'll talk yeah. to you. We'll talk. You want to, if you go to Manscaped and, and you purchase something and you shave your balls, we'll have you on the show to talk about it. We'll do a whole segment. That's how much if we care go, about if it. If you can show me, a, uh, if you go to NY, at NYY Sports Talk, tag us in a tweet, DM us, that you use our code NYYST20 when you checked out at uh, manscaped.com, we will give you a $25 gift card. To our fan shop. Yeah. And on top of that. Got some nice stuff in there. And and all we'll ask from you, if you listen to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, to head over there, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And that's all we'll ask at that point. Yeah. We've given you 200 episodes of awesome content. This is the least you could do for us. Pay, Please. we, you know, say well, thank you. We demean to you. NYYST by uh, going to manscaped.com. Yeah, NYYST20. We love Send you. Us. You're stupid. But please do this for us. You know, yeah. like we said, you know, give us, send us a screenshot. You used our code at checkout. You get a $25 gift card to our fan shop. Here's what I need to do before we get into this. Here's I think what, that's a really, I think that's a really, really fair deal. Here's what I'm going to do for you guys. Not the listeners, for you two, Stack Guy Ryan and Christian. I need to get you a better fucking camera because I'm sick of seeing your face so close up. I need to get you a Wi-Fi extender because your Wi-Fi cuts I actually, out. I actually have one. You, then you need to fucking use it. I don't know. How to and Stack Guy Ryan sending him over a uh, a mixer to use his mic again so he doesn't sound like he's from fucking 1980. Actually, calling into it. What was that? What was that movie? Frequency, where he's like waiting, talking through the fucking radio. That's what you sound like. I actually got a yeah, well, He draws on the desk, right? Yeah, if I draw yeah. on my desk, you might see the message. Yeah, yeah. That's what. You, that's how you fucking sound. Great movie, though. That was Dennis Quaid. I think there's a TV show based on it now. It probably sucks. I don't know though. Yeah. All right. Maybe. So uh, we can Let's get, get into, into this. The, we, uh, we're fucking running long already. I know. We can get into the keep them dumpums now. Uh, ten names this week. We did ten names last week. Uh, I'm really disappointed with the turnout. I don't think it's the fans. F- oh, it is the fans. F- no, twi- listen, Twitter's. Uh, I told you the new. I understand that. The but new still. retweet stuff during the election. Things retweeted aren't. It. Yeah, if you retweeted it, there's a different yeah. retweet now. People, people are um, discouraged. It's it's a discouraging thing now to retweet. Ugh. So no one's retweeting Fuck. anything. So it's not seeing as, as many people. And and also it's election week. You know, a lot of people maybe aren't thinking yeah. about the Yanks anymore. It's more just stuff. You know, you know it's life. Uh, okay, okay, lip prop. Whatever you say. Hey, hey, trust me, bro. I've been <laughs> there. I've been there. I guess as Yankee fans, you know, they get... This is as political as I'll get. I mean, as Yankee fans, maybe we should want a Democratic president. Why? As far as I, because as far as I know, that the Yankees have never won a World Series with a Republican in the White House. Ooh. Uh, sh- no, yeah. two two thousand. Oh yeah, Bush. Did Bush take what? office yet? In two thousand. Bush was a Republican. Yeah. <coughs> 
He's saying was right, that the only. Oh shit! Maybe that was the only. Person. No, he won in two thousand. No, he wasn't. But no, yeah, oh, he okay. wasn't. Yeah, he yeah. he right. He sworn in. He was sworn in two thousand one. And technically, he wasn't even the. He didn't win at that point, right? Yeah, you're no, right. The election didn't happen yet. The election so, didn't. So happen we need yet. a Democratic so, president, yeah. and we need who is it? Kentucky. To win the NCAA the championship, yeah, yeah, and then boom, and then the Yankees will finally win again. Really, that's what it should be. They should need to really focus on people. You know, people are going to be like, "Oh, you got to vote for the issues." The issues is that the Yankees haven't won a World Series in two thousand nine. That's what the issue is. Yes, okay. that is that's the issue. Yeah. That's what's on the ballot this year, people. <laughs> the fucking Yankees. All right. All right, so let's get started here. We'll start with the 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 uh, not well. I guess Hal's the head of the table, but uh, if there's a, <laughs> I guess if uh, I guess if Hal is Vito Corleone, then uh, Brian Cashman would be uh, Michael Corleone. I guess that would be a fair way to say it. Sal Pacino, right? Yes, yeah, no. Pacino. Yeah, he's young. Sal Pacino was Michael Corleone. Yes. How you could have two movies as good as The Godfather and The Godfather 2 and then have that utter fucking trash that was The Godfather 3 is beyond me. But apparently, now this is the cool new thing to do now with the pandemic. I guess everybody's bored. There's a new cut that um, they're working on of The Godfather 3. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh boy. I heard. I heard. Directors. I didn't even waste my time watching that one. The Coppola uh, cut, but I can't imagine yeah, from everything. Release the Coppola from, cut from everything I heard. Why they would even, why they would even remind people it exists? Because I've not heard one person that said Godfather Three was good. Yeah, it's a lose. I mean, lose if you there. take, I mean, if you take, so the cousins fucking. I guess it's a decent enough movie, but I don't know. That shit kind of uh, loses me right there. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that was I like a uh, a plot twist. You got it. <sighs> Yeah, that yeah. kind of. Long. I mean, the movie's three hours long, and like most of it's like, oh, I love you, my two, and two hours. Two hours was that scene, right? Yeah. Wow, that sounds actually sounds appealing. Yeah. No, I, they they wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to go in that direction for that one that backfired. Yeah. So, okay. <sighs> but uh, so I know Sylvester Stallone is a is an avid listener to this podcast, bro. When are we getting hey. the director's cut of Rocky Four? Hey, you know we've been it on Instagram hey. for so long now, bro. I just need a CGI of Von Drago, you know, like, hey. <laughs> Maybe we can have Sly on uh, in, in the, uh, uh, when we get. get that would picture. actually be great. Yeah, be no, great. That's another, we'll, yeah, we'll have subtitles. We promise we'll have captions. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to have subtitles for them. All right, anyway, uh, let's get started here with Brian Cashman. We'll start with Chris here. How do you think the fans voted on the general manager um, in the New York Yankees? I'm going to say. 69% said to keep him. It, uh, 73% for a keep on Brian Cashman. Okay. I think I'm in the call. I think I'm in the range there of error. I think uh, I think that counts. Um how do we do this I, when I guess I go first? Is that how we yeah, do you it? Whatever, man. Um for me, I I honestly put Cashman and Boone in the same boat. Like, not boats close to one another, not fucking two separate rafts where they're holding hands. I am putting them in the same boat in saying that this is it for me. Right? Both of them. They need a World Series this year. And I'll give him one more year. And and after that, 
I need someone else running this team. And, and and who knows? I feel like we just talked. We just gave the Godfather reference, and then talked about cousins having sex. But when you really think about it, you're into your cousin. Isn't that what you said? The Godfather three was. Yeah, but I, then you just admitted that you're into your cousin. No, no, no. I don't have any female cousins, and I that like, you would want to have sex with. Yeah, no. <laughs> not that I know of. Um, I don't know if. Cashman is actually running the show over in a sense of over Hal. Like we know he's running the show over Boone. Is he running the show over Hal? Where if Hal came to his office and said, Cash, we got to move away from all this analytic stuff, does Cashman tell him to shut the fuck up yeah, and maybe, does. and maybe get the fuck out? Does that happen? Or, or I don't think he can already gold. Hal Steinbrenner. I don't I think uh, Hal. Because if that Hal is, I mean, is Hal the? Uh, what I'm getting well, at is, well, yeah. is Hal at the top saying this is how we're going to run the team? It's going to be anal- We're going to have the biggest analytics department in baseball. And Cashman, I need you to run with this. And then Cashman is then going to the manager and saying, "This is how we operate. I need you to run with this." Because if it's starting with Cashman, then this is absolutely it for me. And I love Brian Cashman. He is he does not get the credit for what he's done. But I said this, and I'll say it again. 2016, when we woke up that morning and saw that Andrew Miller was, was traded and the Yankees, for the first time in our lifetime, were actually rebuilding, I said that Brian Cashman's legacy would start from then because he was there was no excuse. He was building this team, and we needed championships. And now it's been four years. And we still haven't had one. So this is it for me now. I'm going to keep 100%. But next year, if they don't win it, I might have a different vote. Yeah. Yeah. Same that, here, dude, I guess. Is that you agreeing with me? <laughs> yeah, man. Just keep them. Keep one more year. See what happens. They don't win a World Series. Get out of here. Okay. And I, I want him to stay, too, because, you know, I'm doing the impression of him and stuff. So. Pretty sure I just swallowed okay. a whole bunch of dip, too, by the way, so I might throw up soon. Uh, to, answer gonna, your qu- to answer your question, Chris, I think that Hal is leaving Brian to take the reins of the baseball operations. I don't think Hal's dictating you have to do this this way or this way. I think the only thing that Hal is saying, you have this much money to spend. And okay. do whatever you want with it. Much different than his father, obviously. Yes. Um, where his father was the head of everything baseball. You think how solely just sticks with here's the budget, here's what here's what you have to spend. You go do it however you need to do it. Yeah, I mean, based on I mean, like we always say, you got to go based on what people say, and based on what I've heard from Hal, it's that he's just kind of letting he's letting Brian run the show. Obviously, he sits at the head of the table. He under, he still is involved in what's going on, but he's letting Cashman run the team the way he's the way Cashman sees fit. So, uh-huh. and yeah, you know, so he'll probably do that for one more year, and then it'll be like, well, you haven't got me a championship since two thousand nine, so maybe it's my turn to run the show. That's when he fires Cashy. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of fans have a knock on Hal for, is I don't think he has a passion to – I'm not saying that he doesn't want to win. He's just not his dad in the way that he wants to win at all costs. He's more of a businessman than he is a but fan. But isn't that a good thing? 
Right. If at the end of the day, isn't that a good thing? Because mm-hmm. we know how much Cashman wants to win, and I and I'd rather have. I don't want the owner of this team to be the face of the organization. In that sense, you need to you need that guy that you're relying on to get the job done because you don't want to sell this team, right? You, you own the New York Yankees. You, your family's owned it for how long now? You don't seven, want you don't want to yeah, step in that shit. Yeah. You don't want to step in the shit there. And and Cashman needs to step it up. For me, I don't like when owners get too involved. I like having a general manager who's who's running the the show because we already say with the manager, how many people claim that Boone doesn't make any calls? Well, what then we're going to say that with the fucking GM too? I mean, you might as well have Half do everything. So I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's on back cleanup too. Yeah, fuck it. Get the Blasio in there too. He's he's pretty big guy. He could probably throw. And if the Blasio's on the team, he could probably get a Rod. He could probably recruit a Rod again. All right. So I I mean, I'm with you guys. I'm I want to keep Hal uh, Hal uh, Cashman around. Keep Hal. Keep the owner. You got to stick to your word, though. Are you going to say that if he doesn't win it next year, we play a full 162? Yes. Yeah. uh, Yes. So this is it, one and done with with him as well. With both of them. They, I mean, how how much longer does he get right. if they don't win in next season? Yeah, I agree. That's five years after you put your plan into place. I personally don't see. I don't see the Yankees five making, year plan. I don't see the Yankees making like a rash move like that. I think Cashman will be here for as long as he wants to be here. Um, but for me, this is about, we say this all the time. It's about what you would want. Uh, if he doesn't win me a world series, I'm dumping him next year, but keeping him this year. All right. So I think we're all in agreement here. There's really, I mean, I give him like, I got, I gave Boone one more year. I got to give cash one more year as well. This would have been it had we played a full season, but like I said, you're not making rash moves off of this COVID season. So let's just take, let's just really Running long here. We'll just go with a couple fan comments. We'll go with our boy at stadium status here. Uh, how's Gloria, bro? You know, you know, we don't see any Gloria videos. He moved is, is out. Your, he moved out. Is, is your life better now? That the Yankees <laughs> are not, not playing anymore. They they actually have a peaceful marriage now because the Yankees are in the offseason. Cashman has put a quality team on the field for 20 years. I want someone to tell me what they... My phone is cracked. I got to hold it up here. I want someone to tell me that they want to blow up this roster and rebuild for the next five years. Somebody will tell you that, bro. <laughs> I've heard that several times already. So there's obviously room for improvement, but there's no way I'm replacing him. So I'm pretty much in agreement on that. Uh, here, here, here's your boy, Thomas Vino. Uh, Give Brian two more years to get a World Series. If that does not happen, him and Boone, I send them to Mars. I'm actually down with that. I think Elon Musk is trying to put that together. So yeah, I'm not. They're, giving yeah, they're two, trying to get a baseball team for Mars. I'm not giving him two more years, though. That's the whole thing. No, I'm giving him one. But one thing I will say real quick, and obviously we got to be quick here. Um, if you really look at these teams, since okay, okay, over there, what are you, you fucking uh, if you really look at these teams, man, how much can you really put on 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 the GM here? 
I mean, the Yankees, first of all, have to stay fucking healthy. We, we have to hold players accountable here at some point. It's not like Cashman has gone out the last couple of years and given a shit. He's done a good job. He made smart moves, in my opinion. And he got you Garrett Cole. He got you DJ LeMayu. He brought over Luke Voigt. He got you Gio Urshela. I mean, we're not talking about any of these guys if it's not for Brian Cashman. So I think... Yeah, but notice how you didn't name anybody that throws the baseball. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's fair. And that's fair. But I'm just saying you got to give him credit. He's, it's, not been a, he, he, he's not been able to find that... I get it. I get it. Garrett Cole is a no-brainer. I I get it. Garrett Cole. I get that. But if we're going to knock him, you got to give him credit, too. It's not like he's sitting on his fucking hands doing nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't make trades at the deadline. So, obviously. Yeah. That's a one-sided story. So, let's not, you know, I don't want to be too crazy, but there does come a point in time where you you need to change who's running the organization if it's not working. Right. And, and this is yeah, the year. That's why he gets that's why he gets next year. And that's this it. is it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, nice. And here's here's one of Brian Cashman's big free agent signings from last season. Adam Adovino. Ryan, what do you think the fans voted on uh number zero over here? Seventy seventy three dumpies. Now a little closer. It's fifty five percent dump. Pretty pretty so split that, the that poll base. evened out. Because I saw that it was in the seventies when it first released to dump. It, it finished at fifty five percent dump. I mean, this is the. I think this is the last year on his contract. It is. They they lost they lost Canely, so you lose a right handed arm. You kind of have to. You're forced to hold on to him at that at this point. You're not going to get anything really for him. So you might as well just keep him this year. I think the Yankees keep keep out of me up. Yeah, uh, it's again, not, it's not do the Yankees keep Adam Adovino. This is Ryan, that guy Ryan keep Adam Adovino. Well, yeah, come on, just, bro, come on, bro. Like you it's gotta tough be because this. I mean, I like, I like, I like the options now, especially with Brad Han available. And I, like I said last week, I like Tony Watson. That's another, are you attracted that's a lefty. to the, Are you attracted to the underbite? I have to, I have to look into more of who else is available f- for relief relief pitchers, but. We talked about you know, this yeah, but, week. You're but, making the move in the vacuum. Do you want Adam Adovino on a team or not? Yes or no? Make the call. Let's go. I, yeah, you know, I like Adovino. I like that he's he's a Yankee fan growing up. He's got that backstory there. So I'm I'm keeping him. Yeah, I'll keep him. I'll give All him right, one more so year because he, he's had, the kind of guy he's going to try and go out and, and prove himself pull, again. I had to pull you by the ball hairs on that one, but we got That's it fine. out of you. Now, you now go to manscaped.com, use NYYST20, and get and, yourself And some pull your own hairs out of your balls, please. For me... I like Adam Adovino. If we're going to chalk things up to the shortened season for other guys, I'm going to also do that for Adam Adovino. He's obviously a much better pitcher than he was in this past year in 2020. Um, I'm definitely keeping him. I need the depth out there, and I think he turns it back around and goes back to his old form. And I think he actually puts together a good season for the Yankees. I'm keeping him 100%, not even thinking twice about it. Yeah, I'm not thinking twice about it either. Get out. Really? Done. Leave. Because if you realize this, he wasn't the same pitcher late in 2019 either. He wasn't the same guy. That's a fair I think point. Boone, I think Boone, uh, Boone proctored him a bit, and he, he, did. Just not, he just never really recovered from it. And you want to say maybe the COVID season kind of screwed him up this year, which is 
fine. But I mean, as Joe Rivera said, and it's it's there on Baseball Reference, he's never really been a consistently elite reliever. And now we're looking in. You want to look at his Yankee track record from I want to say August on through 2020. He has not been a even good reliever. It's gotten to the point where you know Aaron Boone would rather throw. Jonathan Holder blindfolded on the mound than Adam Ottavino. That's how bad it is for him. In an elimination and, game with the and, bases loaded. And if, uh, you know, we're, we're doing things in a vacuum here, which we have to stay consistent to, uh, goodbye. See you later. Adios. Uh, uh, it's just it's just a waste of a roster spot at this point. If, Adam, if Aaron Boone has no faith in the guy, uh, I have no, and uh, based on what my eyes have showed me, I have no faith in him either. It's it's goodbye. So I mean, we're split on this. Chris and Ryan want to keep him, and the fans and I want to dump him. So uh, there's there's no tie breaking boat without him out of Vino. So it's, it it can go either way, but that's how I feel about it. At Shinutu five says, I don't know why anybody would want to keep him. Sure, he had a great 2019, but he hasn't been trusted in the playoffs for two years if we can't trust them then why do we need to be paying them nine million dollars which is pretty much what i feel right. about it so yeah, i think i good. mean the only reason you keep them is because you can't get anything good for them but maybe the you know a team like the dodgers might be willing to give you a prospect for them yeah but i'm t- i don't even i mean we're looking at it just we're playing kind of almost fantasy baseball here if we're controlling the team have well if we want these guys here or not and i just i just don't see a reason for adam Adovino to be on the team right now he hasn't shown me anything in a, in since what the All Star break of twenty nineteen? Yeah, maybe a little bit after that, but yeah, a little bit after that. Okay. But I, but uh-huh. I still, and that's why my argument uh, isn't who you can get uh, for him. Whatever, I know this is we're voting in a vacuum here. But. Uh, okay, Adam Adovino. <laughs> okay, Adam, he's a wine. Uh, okay, uh, he likes wine. Okay, he likes cheese. Okay. Okay, moving on here. Uh, James hey, Paxton. See you later. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had the fans vote on James Paxton, Chris. Ooh, sixty percent uh, wow. dump. Sixty-five percent dump on Big Maple. Oh, he might be sixty-five, like his number. He might be getting dumped back to the Big Maple. From what I'm hearing, I'm hearing the I'm hearing the Blue Jays could uh, could try and jump all over that. Oh, yeah. You know what, man? It was a, it was a fun experiment. With him, but I just have I have very little tolerance now for guys who just can't stay healthy. James Paxton, yeah. even when he even when he is healthy, he's yes, he's shown you a string of games where he can be really dominant. But at the end of the day, I just don't have any any patience for you anymore. I'm dumping out of Vino actually, uh, mm-hmm. not out of Vino Paxton. Um, I, I'm definitely dumping him. I, I got to look elsewhere. I can't rely on him anymore. Yep. I mean, the only way I'd keep him is if he takes a one-year deal for $5 million. I'd give, I'll give you a one-year $5 million. Other than that, bye-bye, which I don't think he'd take. The velocity was way down this year. That did not look good. He's coming off an injury. It was way Dump. down. Way down. Yeah, it, I mean, he was he was clocking at like 101 for Seattle this year. He was topping like 90, 91. Yeah, 91 was when we were like, oh, he's getting his velocity back. So one year five five million maybe that's like even a push for me, especially if they're trying to cut money. But I I think that's that's fair. Right. Fucking 
what was what was Torres? Ronald Torres could come back and he'd get five million. He's not getting it. Mm-hmm. He's getting way way more than that. You wouldn't even offer. No, that's what. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's why. Like that's so what you, that's what you paid the fucking bat boy friendly. now. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think he's gonna want to. He's got to come on a prove prove me deal now. It's not a free agency like Lemayhu where he's coming off a, a batting title, or you know, obviously the equivalent for a right, pitcher. Make the so call, Rice. Keep him dump, a dump, him. dump, dump. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna go unanimous on this. Uh, all three of us and the fans are gonna vote to dump James Paxton. And after what was it, Game Five of the ALCS in 2019? Man, I really, I really was hoping that that. Let's go. Let's fucking go yep. moment was yep. going to kind of turn the corner for him. And then the shit with the back. And now he, he had the flex. I believe he had a flexor strain as well. Uh, it's just not worth it. It's just it's not at, good. It's just, it's just not worth it. And like we keep, I keep saying, like, you can't rely on guys that have injury histories. Like, yeah, you know, stands here, judges here. You got these are guys you're forced to rely on. But if you don't have to, then don't. And, James Paxton is a guy you don't have to rely on anymore. You can't trust him to be a big part of this rotation. So I, there's no, unless you're meaning to tell me this guy's going to come on and sign a deal for the vet minimum of like 600 K. I had to see absolutely no reason to invest any type of resource in James Paxton. Yeah. Let him go to Toronto. Let him drink maple syrup until he You're fucking bathe in it. He could be gets died and gets diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes. Okay. So, I, that's, that's my feeling yeah. on James Paxton. Yeah, fuck him. Let him go. Fuck him, right? Fuck him. All right, we got a comment here from our boy. I mean, the 200 episode. We got to throw in the heavy hitters here. Don Sicario. Don uh, Sicario. I, I don't want to deal with players that have a history of injuries. We don't have time to be taking chances on guys who get hurt because we have some that already do that. Yes. That is correct. The Yankees, even if they start weeding away some of these guys that have injury histories, they still have plenty of guys that do. So there's no need to continue to rely on these types of guys. So, yes, I agree with that. Stat guy, Rye. Yankee season has ended the last two seasons by this man giving up home runs. How do you think the fans voted on the closer, Mr. Aroldis Chapman? 80% keep. No, man. 63% keep on a roll as Chapman. I'm shocked it was that close. I thought it would be higher keep. Wow. I mean, yeah. Recency bias. Got that in there. But you got to keep plus, Chappies. Plus, he's kind, of a, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's not like right, the best person in that. the world. <laughs> I mean, he but he, throw, he throws so hard, though. He did try to kill somebody this year. We saw that. It was yeah, kind of sad. At, it was kind of sad the other day. Bruce, uh, I'm actually not going to. Maybe I shouldn't joke about this. I'm not actually not joking. This actually happened. <laughs> uh, we were talking. Me and my wife were talking about uh, Herman because we all, all we all forget Herman and what he can do. And then she said something like, "Didn't Chapman hit his wife?" And like my my natural response was, "No, no, no. He just pointed a gun at her and shot it in his garage a few times and." And whatever, like we forget that, like it's just like it, it, we just forget, like he's really not the greatest guy in the world either, and he doesn't yeah. know how to lock it down in the postseason. So I'm shocked. Having said all that, <laughs> having said all that, I do want to win a World Series, and he's kind of good. 
Yeah, I mean, we're you not know, making light of the yeah. domestic abuse allegations that are against either player, but I mean, if we're just going to focus in on what's on the field here, yeah, because they're both pieces of shit. We we all agree on that, yeah. but but we got to focus. I mean, we've said it we've said it a hundred times. Like being a being a fan of a team, you know, being a sports fan, puts you in some precarious situations where you might not have to you might have to root for guys that aren't exactly nice or good people. So. I mean, basically, I mean, it's Ryan's turn. We'll leave it up to him. I mean, on a on a just in between the white lines, you want to roll this cla- uh, roll this chap and to continue to close games for the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. good. It's really good content. There. Just keep, I mean, what? Who else is who else is going to vacuum, do it? Ryan? I mean, vacuum, could, vacuum. You have to. Yeah, I know, but but I I'm your GM, so you gotta you gotta. I mean, Zach Britton's on the team. The you, want, you're, you know, Zach Britton's on the team. You want to look, you want, I'll, yeah. I'll throw you that bone. Do you, you want to have Chad Green setting up Zach Britton? And those would be your two main pieces of the bullpen. Well, this isn't, this is another guy too, right? Chapman, this will be his final year of his contract, right? I believe. Mm, let me look that he up. Might one, he might have one more year. Let me, let me look that up while you guys. I could look it up. Yeah. But right, I'm already here. No, regardless of kind. Regardless of contract, I'm still keeping him. I mean, yeah, he gave up the ding, some big dings in the in the postseason, but he's still been pretty reliable. And, but, Rose you know, Chapman man, if is you get Brad Hand, though, if you get Brad Hand, though. Rose Chapman is a free agent after 2022. Um, For me, man, I, I want to say dump, to be honest. I'm kind of – he's – to do this again, to break our hearts again, giving up this home run, I'm going to say keep because I do have faith in Chapman. But I think I'm I think I'm going to pull him together. I think I'm going to lump them all together with Boone and Cashman here and say this is it. The Yankees are one gonna, more season hending home run in your ass. Yeah, no, if listen, if the Yankees are are you know, putting together a run in the postseason and it's an elimination game and he can't lock it in. If the Yankees got willing, had the lead that, I mean, that's it for me. I'm not, he's never blown a lead for the Yankees. I mean, at least we could look at it that way. Yeah, I guess. But, but even if the Yankees were winning that game two to one, would you have been holding your breath? I mean, what's his name again? Aroldis Chapman. Oh, it's um, not Mariano Rivera, right? Yeah, no, I know. Look, we took Mariano Rivera for granted for a lot of years. I mean, exactly. So you're going to hold your breath with anybody that goes out there. It's not named Mariano Rivera. So yeah, yeah. I'm listen. I'm going to be rational here. I'm going to keep him. Um, but you're in a big spot, man. You can't. You got to be dominant. You got to. You you can't just be good. You got to be dominant for me. And and Chapman was showing me that a lot this year. Yeah, you know what? If you're gonna try to kill somebody, fucking do it. Don't be a puss. Yeah, yeah right. Just fucking, just go for it. Just, just murder somebody. And then bro. here's don't the, fucking. and then here's the thing. Afterwards, <laughs> just say that you were trying to do it. Don't look like even more of an idiot. Nyyst advocates murder. I can't wait for that headline. Yeah, that's out. great. Yeah, at least hey, it's a headline. Headlines are good. Hey, it might lead to more downloads. Yeah, so. <laughs> fuck it. Oh yeah, I'm down with this murder on the baseball field. Sure. Mm. Okay, Christian, do you want to give your uh uh 
<laughs> yeah, no, you you both voted to keep. I'm voting to keep too because uh, uh, what do you call it here? Uh, he's your closer, and he's still pretty damn good. Would you not say he's probably still not one of the best three or four closers in Major League Baseball? Yeah, I mean you have to. I mean, why you, you have get rid to of him? I mean, yes, yeah, it sucked. He gave up a home run to Jose Altuve to end the season. He gave up, he gave up the game-winning home run to Mike Brasso. Yeah, it fucking sucks. But he's also evolving as a baseball player. He doesn't throw 104 all the time anymore. He got the slider now. He's learning how to throw a split finger. The guy's going to wind up being more. And I hate to use this term because we just talked about him killing somebody. <laughs> He's going to be more deadly on the mound now that he's learned how to be a pitcher. <laughs> That's a so, good tagline yes. for his agent to throw out there. <laughs> Do you want the deadliest closer in the game? So, yes. I, now I'm, he's deadly on the field. <laughs> I'm voting to keep a role this Chapman. Absolutely. Uh, I, I got to step away for a second. You can do bullshit for one quick second here. Um, I guess I'll I'll take this time to I we ran a poll. I mean we I we ran a contest on the at MIY Sports Talk Twitter page and uh we were choosing a winner at random for the fifty dollar fanatics gift card. We're gonna be doing these more often. Um where if you show us proof that you subscribe to the show by leaving a reply with a screenshot, you win this fifty dollar gift card. Um, the winner chosen is Hunter Larson at Hunter F Larson 76. Congrats, man. Uh, you won the Fanatics gift card when you listen to this. That's a setup. No, not a setup. Um, I actually just ran it 20 minutes ago. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, what do you think? That's my burner. Um, <laughs> when you, when you hear this message us, DM us on, uh, Twitter so we can get your information. We'll send out the gift card right away. Uh, the baby was hungry and I had the utensils in here. So you, uh, you gave it the teat. I don't give her the teat. You don't give her the teat. Yeah. Although she thinks that she can get it from me, which is, oh, no, I, I have mean, plenty of proof of my kids doing the same thing. I'm it's very like, degrading. I think I think that's really why I, there's two reasons why I started working out this week. One because I'm sick of looking at you in better shape than me, so I was like I got to do something about this. And another thing is that my child thinks I have boobs that have milk in them. So <laughs> I mean, Yeah, right, well, so let's, there you go. Let, let's read it. <laughs> this is you don't get the, I mean come on now, 200 episodes. You've People don't get this content from any other Yankee podcast. I guarantee you don't. This is what being a real podcast is all about. Talking here. about men talk- breastfeeding. Not talking about. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. And and murder, murder, <laughs> murder, and people murdering people <laughs> with the baseball. All right. So uh, at Mark Malham, Malham, whatever. Uh, Mark Malus. Mark Malusis is. <laughs> burner <laughs> i just find this guy increasingly frustrating or yeah whatever don't at me with the numbers either i know what a home run in the ninth inning looks like well thank you because we're all blind uh that said like any of them that have said dump him i wish him the the best as long as his interests don't conflict with mine hmm. okay so that you're was... <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what that's good I, he was the gm there though he's a gm that's a gm move yeah Okay. Moving on. I mean, we can. We, we don't need to read it. 
I mean, when you when that's when that's the one you picked there, that's it's just time to go. You picked it. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm taking full responsibility for okay. it. So All right, who's up? Okay. Chris? I'm up. <laughs> oh, no. Miguel Andujar. No, no, no. Ryan's up. No, okay. All right. Well, whoever's up, Miguel Andujar's next. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Mike's up. Okay. Mike's on. Okay. You want to do this one? As oh, Mike? no. I'm actually up. <laughs> no, Mike's on. Okay. Mike's on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, they're going to go. Shit. Uh... <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> You got to develop a uh, they're gonna do, they're gonna do, uh, Miguel Androis. Okay. All right. Miguel Androis is uh, a 72% dump. Okay. Dump him. Bye-bye. 83% dump. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? Your, your next one, you got to work on a carton. Yeah, I could probably work on him if I hear him enough. Oh, he's please. definitely good. All right. So yeah, fans vote 60, 61% to dump Miguel Andujar. That's pretty low, though. I, that's um respectable dump. Clean dump. Sixty one percent to dump. I'm shocked by that. If I'm oh, I'm keeping them. If I'm a GM, if we're doing this as a GM, right? We're the GM of the Yankees, and you got to think of value for these guys and what value they bring by getting rid of them now versus keeping them and keeping him right now until the CBA is up, until you find out for sure that a universal DH is going to be the future of baseball. I'm keeping him one more year, and then I'm dumping him once that CBA expires. So keep him while he's under team control. Let him rot in the minors. Call him up if you have to, if you if you really need to. But who knows? Maybe you'll have a Clint Frazier-type resurgence, and then you really benefit from it. But I'm keeping him in – so for the sole purpose of waiting for that CBA to expire and then the universal DH becomes. A I think you have to think of it more when you're doing this. I think the better comparison isn't GM. I think it's what Christian said before fantasy baseball owner. Like you're picking these guys for your team. And for me, if I'm the, if I'm drafting a fantasy baseball team in the Yankees right now, I'm keeping him because We've seen too many times that you cannot have too much depth, especially on the New York Yankees. And so I'm going to keep Miguel Andujar. I don't expect him to be a big piece to the puzzle next year or for them to rely on him on much, but I'm keeping him. Dump. You're dumping all over the place tonight. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, we're going to be split again. Ryan and Chris are going to vote to keep me and the fans are going to vote to dump. I just don't see where he fits in anywhere or what he does well enough to keep him around. Yeah, the bat plays, but I like John Carlos Stanton better. Okay. Uh-huh. I would rather have Stanton as my DH than Miguel Andujar. Okay. He, I mean, yeah, we saw, like you said, Clint Frazier-like resurgence, but is he going to get the opportunity over Gio Rochella? Probably not. I mean, I'm I don't need to ever see him play the outfield ever again. So that's basically what it comes down to. I don't think anyone needs to see him play the outfield ever again. I don't need to see him ever pick up a baseball glove ever again. If the Yankees didn't have a uh, a DH, a locked-in DH, then it's an easy keep for me. But they do, and so it's a dump. So dump him out. Uh, you know, sorry to the Miguel Andujar stands out there that still love the guy. I did too, but you know, shit happens. Dump, dumping Miguel Andujar here. 
So keep, uh, keep dump and dump from the fans. See what we got here for. We'll go with Tyler Bigler NC. He says great player, but doesn't fit the puzzle at the moment. Can't get much for him. Let him walk and flourish elsewhere. He's great for baseball. Yeah, I don't know if he's great for baseball. He's a good hitter. I mean, I don't, he doesn't really profile as a superstar to me. But, yeah, it's basically I agree with him in that sense that he doesn't fit the puzzle. Where If you're putting the pieces of this puzzle together for the 2021 team, where does Miguel Andujar's puzzle piece fit in? Injury. Injury of some other player. That's kind of what I just said, but that's really it. If you're, if you're under the assumption that your team's going to stay healthy – there's absolutely no place for Miguel Andujar. Uh, all right. We can move on here to Glaber Torres. And this is my favorite poll that we ran because it, it, it restored my faith in Yankee unit in the Yankee fans. It really did. So Chris, you're up. What did the fans vote? I'm going to say 92% keep. 94% keep for Glaber Torres. And Good. I'm so happy. Good. So happy that we were able to kind of restore some order in the world that the fans uh, voted to overwhelmingly keep Glaber Torres. Yeah, it's a good move. I mean, I said it when we had Joe Rivera on a couple weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that show, take a listen. Um, yeah, this guy profiles. You just said you don't see Miguel Andujar profiling as a superstar. Um, I think Glaber Torres does. Uh, I don't know where his defense is going to take him, and it's obviously a big question mark right now. Um, but I think he has the potential and the talent to get better. And most importantly to me, and where my brain is going immediately when we do these polls, is what have they done for me in the postseason? And it might not seem like, if you really just kind of think about it right off the top of your head, it might not seem like Gleyber Torres has been that dominant in the postseason, but he has. He's been a big-time contributor in the big game. It's a no-brainer for me, keeping Gleyber Torres. Yeah, I keep, I keep him. I don't think, I don't know if he's the future shortstop of this team. Yeah, no. I'm, we, looking up, I'm looking up his postseason numbers here. I already have him. He's a, th- a career 342 hitter uh, with a 1.037 OPS in the postseason. Jesus, how yeah. many home runs? Home runs. I like home runs. RBIs. I'm still a home run RBI. Five, five home runs, 15 ribbies, and a 432 on base percentage. So he's contributing. In how many at bats? Uh, I think it was 15. 76. Uh, uh, or fifth, what was 15? Uh, it's 70, it's yeah, 76 career. Yeah. Uh, 76 career at bats in a postseason. I mean, that, those that? are some big time numbers, yeah, man. That's really good, really good. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that worries you with him is his defense, but maybe, maybe he can improve on that as as his career goes. But yeah, for sure, keep, 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 keep. Oh yeah, it's a it's a no brainer keep for me for Glaber Torres, where uh, I think a lot of the fans that want to dump them are just because they want Francisco Lindor. They think that they, the Yankees can get Corey Seager or whoever the hell else is available in the next two off seasons. And why would you go and try to acquire a superstar shortstop when you have your own budding superstar shortstop? And yes, he's not going to remind anybody of Ozzie Smith out there, but 
also, we've talked about this. It's and Joe Rivera brought this up. Maybe he's not the most versatile guy in the world, and the Yankees are trying to make him versatile, just like they did with Quinn Frazier. He came up as a shortstop to get him on the major league roster. They switched him over to second base, and they decided that they can move him back to shortstop. Now, what does 40 games really prove? Is he a major league shortstop or not? I don't know, but I know that in a year where they asked him to switch positions, where he didn't have a full spring training to do so, and then he got hurt on top of it, I'm not getting rid of the guy. I'm just, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I, and, and, and it's funny. I want to know the guys that want to dump Quint, uh, Glaber Torres if they're the same ones that are always like, oh, we have to keep Brian Cashman because he traded for Glaber Torres and then got <laughs> yeah, probably, back. Probably. So. I would like to know that. I mean, I think it's the height of stupidity right now to try to trade Glaber Torres. So, yes, I'm keeping him all all day. And we'll read a comment here from at NYYcards underscore UK. A lot of fans want young stars on our team but actually don't want to give them time to develop, which is the fucking smartest thing I think anybody's ever tweeted to us, which <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we're, we're in a bubble right now where we don't have any patience to for guys who have, you know, underperformed defensively and and aren't getting the job done right away, but this guy really has for the most part and and the his ceiling is yet to be seen. Yeah, I'm in total agreement. I don't think we've seen the best of Glaber Torres yet, so uh it's a full keep there. Uh, are we down to, what are we down to? We're down to the final four. Here? Final four. Yeah. All right. We're down to the final four. Uh, and we mentioned them earlier in the show, because uh, his option got declined. Brett Gardner, Ryan, it's, I mean, you have to have, I mean, you have to go on this one. What did the fans vote on, on Brett Gardner? That's a tough one though. Cause I think they might have voted to dump him. 59% dump. 54% dump was the thing. Wow, I wouldn't wouldn't even have known where to guess on that one, to be honest. Because he was, I mean, he had a a pretty, he had a nice postseason, though, so you you forget about that. Um, But he's older. But, I mean, he's been here so long, though. But what Clint Frazier, the year he had, you have to look in that sense. You do need a fourth outfielder, and I I do like lefties. Plus, he's been there so long. I'm keeping Brett Gardner. Yeah, this is honestly, I didn't realize how much of a no-brainer it was for me until I started thinking about it and realized I had my answer already. Uh, It's a keep for me. Uh, I'm keeping Brett Gardner 100%. Uh, I like what he brings to the table as far as being a leader, his experience, and the fact, and the main fact that you don't have to rely on him anymore to be a starting outfielder. And I think he plays hard too. And he plays hard. And I, I think that the, somewhere. I think the Yankees are confident in that now that they don't have to rely on him. And he's a, and he's still a great fucking fielder. He's still a great guy to throw out there when someone needs a day or if someone gets hurt. As depth, what's the douchebag's name they brought in a couple of years ago? Shane Robinson. Okay. Mm-hmm. If Shane Robinson could be on this team and have to play however many games he played, one is too many. 
then Brett Gardner should be here again. And I think he deserves a proper goodbye and hoping and being optimistic that we will be in the stadium next year. I just don't see a downside to it. I really don't. If you're not relying on him to be a starting outfielder anymore, I just don't see a downside to it. I'm keeping Brett Gardner. It's not even a question for me. I'm dumping the fans. I want to dump Brett Gardner. Yeah. Dumping him. Dude, I, look, I don't want to. No, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to see Brett Gardner playing 140 games next year. I want to see Brett Gardner be playing 70 games next year. And just a note, we said that two years ago, and he did play 140-plus games. <laughs> so, And you know what? He had the best season of his career. But I, I agree with you. They can't rely on him to be a starting outfielder. It's like the same thing we say about the pitching. CC, he's your fifth starter. It's fine. Then he moves up to be your number two. You know, same thing with Hap, or if they bring Tanaka back, if these guys are your five, it's fine, but they end up moving up the ladder. If Brett Gardner's here to be your fourth outfielder, I'm I'm all for it. But if he ends up having to play significant time because guys are hurt, then that's a, that's a big problem for me. But it's not anything that Brett Gardner did. And I'll never understand the, fit, the hate that a lot of this fan base has for the guy. For a guy that, that's been here since 2000, did he, did he have a cup of coffee in 2008? I don't even remember. I remember. Yeah, him, I think he had a little sip. I remember him really being around in 2009. For a guy that's been here for going on 12, 13 years, that, that, sh- that really, if you think about it, fucking Bright Gardner's been a Yankee for, for 13 years, you would have never, ever thought that would ever happen. The guy works his ass off, homegrown guy, and for some reason he just never got the respect from the fan base that he, that he, that he really deserves. And he, he's going to be a guy that when he is finally gone, the fans are going to be like, oh, I miss Brett Gardner. And you know what? The Yankees declined his option. And I think that if Brett Gardner is willing to come back and, and accept a, a full bench role for two or three million bucks, he'll be here next well, year. What not, team is going to offer him more than what the Yankees would for him to contribute? Honestly, I don't know. You don't know if any of these second level teams really need a veteran outfielder to maybe start games for them. It might offer them five or seven million bucks. You don't know. And then he played 42 games in 08. I can't believe it was that many. I just saw that. And then, you know, and then again, it it comes down to does does Gardner want to make seven million to start for a team that's going to win 70 games? Uh, Or does he want to come off the bench? Uh, to make three million bucks. No, San Francisco is pretty nice during the baseball season. I'm gonna have to go over to the bay and. Uh... <laughs> so it might come down to that. I think Brian Cashman. You know, we talk about a booner for Boone, and you know, we still haven't come up with some for what we feel for Garrett Cole. Brian Cashman's got a got a one for Brett Gardner. That's his guy. Yeah. He he wants to you know he, he's oh he wants to take him to the prom every year. Get buy him a nice corsage. That's his guy. He loves Brett Gardner. I so, think. I, I mean, think. I think the fans really love Brett Gardner. That's why I'm kind of shocked that this was such a such a uh, negative harsh. poll here. Yeah, and you know that as soon the Yankees are going to announce that they resigned Brett Gardner, and the Yankee Twitter is going to have a major meltdown over it. That's and, good. Um, they could um, sign him for five hundred thousand, and they'd be and they'd still be pissed. Uh, the, he could pay the Yankees to play for them, and they'd <laughs> be mad. Uh, we'll go with a couple comments here because I love your boy Thomas Vino. I, I don't know why we give him so much airtime. Maybe because he's stupid. Uh, old as he <laughs> says, old as fuck. Use the money elsewhere. 
Uh, look, I, I gotta have his. I gotta have his back for one second. I get that take. I do get it. When your owner's out there saying he's going to be concerned with going over the luxury tax, I get it. You got to be smart with your money. But I think for the small amount that you you're gonna have to pay him, the upside is is way more than the risk you're taking. You want to you want to read a uh-huh. comment from? You know who we haven't heard from in a while that we should read a comment from? Let me hear it. Bob Patrick Bob Bob crazy bastard (laughs) at Bob Tiss you know what he brings a walk occasional home run uh he's beyond his better playing days that is what's wrong with the Yankees no vision no chemistry no Bob this isn't fucking Uh, I mean I was really with you I was honestly really with you until you said that this team has no vision and no chemistry. No, the problem is that they can't stay healthy, Bob. 2015, we had the issue of guys who were too old and and had no vision. I think the Yankees have a clear vision. They didn't have vision. <laughs> they, didn't so old. Have, they didn't actually have vision, <laughs> and the team didn't have a vision. Uh, can I, now let me bring this up. Can I rip Don LaGreca, please? Sure. I don't really care Go for, for it, Don man. LaGreca. So. Do, it, uh, do whatever you want. You know, he had the balls the other day on his radio oh. show. Well, it's not his radio show, on, on Michael yeah. King's show. To say the Yankees, they don't have – he said basically the same thing. And now it's been a few days, so I don't exactly remember. But he said, like, the Yankees don't have chemistry. Like, that they – he was in you. He was insinuating that they, they really don't get along. They don't like each other. They're not into games. That's what he fucking said, that they don't have fun playing with each other. They don't have fun playing baseball. What? Yes, like the Rays. They're like little boys on a sandlot. What do you want them they to do? Smile, Fucking make out with they, one another and they, and after they, a home run? I mean, like, and and Kay said, did you watch them when they won 10 in a row? Because it kind of looked like they were having fun. Like, yeah, they, you know, you're you're in a 1-1 game five. Your ass cheeks are clenched. It's not yeah. going to, you know, you, you're not going to be, or or when they were, or they lost five of, they won five of 20 games. Things aren't going to be happy in a clubhouse at that time. Yeah. I never looked at the Yankees and this particular, um, what do you want? Incarnation of the Yankees and, and said they, they're too corporate. You want to say that in the Jeter days? Like, yeah, maybe they were a little too corporate when they had A-Rod and those guys, but I don't feel that way about this team. I think this team loves playing with each other. I think they have great chemistry. Yeah. Why? Cause they, they, you know, and that's the thing, like does chemistry equal wins. No, there's a lot of, look at the fucking 1978 Yankees. They couldn't stand each other. Did they win a world series? <laughs> so chemistry doesn't always equal winning, but I think, and again, this is like, we went back to game five of the DS. You would have thought the Yankees were in the in in the in the clubhouse eating pizza or playing video games while the game was going on because you were led to believe that only the Rays were into that game. Yeah, and I gotta say, just being a part of a lot of competitive teams my whole life, chemistry is built before the season, obviously, to an extent, but true team chemistry comes as a result of winning. And then the the more that chemistry builds, that's when you sustain that success. And that's what takes teams over the top. You don't have good chemistry if you're not winning. If you're not, these guys, you see them press over and over again. But this team does have good chemistry. You see it when they, when they like Kay said, when they won 10 straight. 
But yeah, of course they're not going to look like they're having fun when they're fucking losing again. They struggled for most of the regular season. Most. Maybe they didn't look like they were having fun in the in the postseason because you know they got eliminated a lot earlier than they wanted to. So maybe they would have looked like they were having more fun if it was in the World Series. And a team like the Rays is going to look like they're having fun when when their team's payroll is twenty eight million and no one expects them to get to where they are. Are, so it's just not really a I just thought it was just, I just thought it was a really stupid comment on his part, which he's filled with a lot yeah. of stupid comments. So I mean, like, yeah, I'm glad that well, I'm, I don't I, think chemistry is this team's problem right now. No, that's far from it. So nah, I, yeah. I think he's also mad that his brother, who hosts a wrestling show on Sirius XM, is way more popular than he is. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, Dave Lagrecki does a show with uh, I don't know if you remember the Dudley Boys back in the day. Maybe. Uh, one of the Dudley boys, he co-hosted a show with it. Wasn't that a mystery novel? The Dudley Hardy boys. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. We're running right, on right, two right. almost two hours. You guys are fucking talking about novels. <laughs> well, this is our this is our our our, uh, our novel here. So all right, so let's move on, bro, to uh, to your boy Luke Voigt. How do the fans vote on Luke Voigt? Um, seventy eight percent keep. Ninety one percent keep for. Luke Voigt. Wow. Yeah, I'm on that bandwagon too. I you, you started hearing some ideas of trading him, moving DJ to first, but the more you think about it, the more it just doesn't make sense. Um you're talking about a guy who fucking played through an injury, didn't didn't ever ask for a day off, put up the most home runs in major league baseball. Um I'm keeping him 100%. I'm not even think I'm actually not even thinking about it. Uh, I'm keeping Luke Voigt on this team. I want him on my team. Yeah. Chris was never high on Luke Voigt. Christian and myself were always big on Oh, on yeah, Voigt, yeah, so, yeah. So, obviously, yeah. we'd want to keep him. Oh, yeah. Um, Faux show. Yeah. yeah, you... you oh, shit. You got to keep Voigt. He's, come on, now. I mean, he's the only player in, in baseball this year that hit more home runs this season than he did last season. That's pretty fucking awesome. So. Yeah, I'm voting to keep Luke Voigt, uh, and maybe my vote would have been different uh, had he not really manned up this year. But he was the leader of this team. He was the one guy on the field almost every single day with one foot. He led the team in home runs. I mean, people want to say LeMay was the MVP of this team. To me, it was the, it was uh, Luke Voigt was the MVP of this team. Uh, he really emerged as a leader on this team. I mean. He is kind of redundant as another right-handed power bat on this team. So I understand fans that want to maybe go with a left-handed first baseman. But for me, what he showed both on and off the field this year, uh, I'm keeping him. So that's my my vote on Luke Voigt there. I think we're all unanimous on that one to keep Luke Voigt. And um, I'll say this, uh, unless anybody else wants to add anything on on. Lewis Linwood Voigt the eighth or whatever the fuck his name is. We can move on to a fan comment here. And if you really want to get your comments read on the show, you should definitely reference something that one of us has said on the show. We'll definitely help your, your chances of getting your comment read at Camilio Jeff way better defender than Christian ever gives him credit for. Let's put a timeout on that. Nah, shit, Jeff. I like that Jeff. Uh, first of all, He's not a gold glover out there. And if you think he is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, he, he, and he wasn't saying that. 
And he wasn't saying that. You're just I, your ego's taking a hit right adequate, now. Adequate. No, he's beyond sin. adequate. He's beyond adequate. He. This is where you. This is where you're wrong. You're not wrong in saying he's not an elite defender. No one's arguing that. You're wrong when you use words like he's adequate. He's out there. He's walking. He's breathing. No, he's more than that. He's 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 at best he's an adequate first baseman. No, he is a good first baseman. He's not a bad first baseman. He's not adequate. He's adequate. He's a good. He's a good first baseman, and what he brings to the and what he brings to the plate makes his value makes it worth it for to to throw him out there first. He's not a liability, in my opinion, in any by any means. Uh, Well, maybe not a liability, but he's also not good. Yes, he is. He falls somewhere in the middle, which is adequate. So that's where we are. That's where you're wrong. Uh, Let's finish. Let me finish reading his comment here. Um. Well, here we go. Uh, proved this year that he is one of the few real warriors that the Yankees have. He has gotten every. He's gotten better every year he's been here, which I can't disagree yeah, with. Yeah, I think that's but, fair. Okay. All right. Uh, what are we down to? The final two here. Final two. Final the final. fact that we and this is where we've come. The fact that we even debated that this guy could possibly be the future first baseman for the Yankees, Mike Ford. Oh boy. Okay, can we that, let's keep if we have to, you know, how the Yankees have to allocate their money the right way and, and budget properly. Yeah. Let's budget our time here properly and keep this one short and sweet. Get the fuck off this team. Just click the button. Dumb. Click the, you want me to click, click? You want me to fucking Ari Golden real quick? Move on. Hey, yeah. uh, Mike Ford, Um, I have something really important to tell you. Get the fuck out. Gone. Dumping Ford 100%. The fans voted, uh, where do the fans vote here? 100% to keep Mike Ford. They love how much he resembles Homer Simpson. No, yes. 73% dump Mike Ford. Uh, yeah, I mean, we oh. can keep this one short and simple. What? I thought it should be hot. It should be 100% dump. <laughs> you think that's low? Uh, I really just I put Mike Ford on here just because I want to rip him some more. Not that really he's any type of consequence, uh, any type of consequential player. Uh, remember when Aaron Boone had AJ Cole as kind of his like security blanket, yes. and we mm-hmm. voted to dump him just to fucking get him. Away just from Aaron Boone. yeah, yeah. That's kind of the reason why we got Mike Ford here. What too, makes dude. you think he's a security blanket for Aaron Boone? Was it the pinch hit in the elimination yeah, game? And maybe the- with with Clint <laughs> Frazier on the bench. Too. Was it that you think? And you know when it dawned on me why he keeps doing that. Remember that game you guys were at when Mike Ford yeah. did that walk off the Oakland run? game. Yeah, yeah. He's been chasing that with Mike Ford ever because since because he led the league last year in pinch hit home runs. So and he guess what? He's a little genie in a bottle there. He sucks. Uh huh. He sucks. <laughs> you suck. He, you know. You know what? You, you, all right. You know how Brett. Gar- you know how Guardy likes uh-huh. to watch movies to get ready for right. postseason. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. To scout Mike Ford, he needs to watch Artie Lang's beer no. league. Yes. You know he's gonna watch. Okay. For for Mike Ford. Okay. <laughs> Ford, Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. He's going to watch that. Okay. And he's going to get in a Ferrari. Okay. And he's going to fucking get, get out of here. Okay. Stop him. 
All right, I'll read two quick. <laughs> I'll read a couple quick comments here from the fans. Donovan Sanistabin, I'm sorry. I'll just give your at. I butchered your last name. I'm sorry. Yeah. At DJS119. We need a left-handed bat. Not that left-handed bat because it's fucking useless. Okay? I could swing. I mean, you. Mike Ford is supposed to be a professional baseball player. Me swinging left-handed would probably produce the same result than Mike Ford swinging left-handed would. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's on a fucking roll here, bro. You want to hear his comment? I do. From Mike Ford. I do actually. <laughs> you, two simple words. Ready? Fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about sums it up. All right. Finally, here we go. We finally we reached the end of the keep them dumpums. Uh, I'm sure you guys know the the last man standing here. It's not Mike Talkman, but it's John Carlos Stanton. How did the fans vote on John Carlos Stanton? Right to you. Sixty uh, percent keep. I'm gonna say eighty-five percent keep. Eighty-one percent keep for John Carlos wow. Stanton. All right, I'm not. I like that. That's actually. I'm surprised by that because he's not a fan favorite. So you think it would have been a little bit lower than that? No, actually, I'll, I'll give him that. I looked this up today because I was curious to see what the fans voted for him last year. You want? What do you think the fans voted for Stanton last year? Sixty percent dump. Fifty-two percent to keep him. So he had a big increase. Uh, you remember there. though what, what? Because oh no, wait, that was two years. Yeah, well, two. You'd have to remember two seasons ago then, right? Well, when he hit I the know, home. I guess. Well, because no, he made the final out against Boston, but I, I guess that wasn't. No, this yeah, is two, years, two years ago. Yeah, wow. So, so staying at a thirty percent increase in in keep votes this year, wow. which because he had a better, much better postseason. No, yeah, obviously he was the postseason. Yeah, that was it. Him and Geo. So, uh, who who wants to go first? I don't know. Whoever we can. Right, you take the reins here. I mean, yeah, you, you're kind of forced to keep him for his contract, but then I'm just I'm keeping him because he's a, he's a great player that still hasn't shown his best for the Yankees, and it's I think it's got to still be in there somewhere. But I, no, there's there's really not much to say. He's he's John Carl Stanton. He hit 59 home runs just two three uh, three years ago, right? So yeah, I'm keeping him. I keep him too. I think I think a big part of that of what you're saying, Ryan, is he just again another guy who needs to stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me almost wanted to say dump because I don't like the baggage that comes with Stanton, as in he's our permanent DH. I don't like that the Yankees are tying themselves down to that. Um, but it would be so unfair of me to say that to say to dump this guy after he finally performed. In October, he was really, I mean, stole the show from, from everyone. Uh, you got to keep John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, I'm keeping Stanton. I mean, I finally, you know, said he's injury prone. So, yeah. But I also <laughs> said this I don't care if the guy plays eight games in a regular season. Is he going to do that in the postseason? Yeah, it's what it's all about, man. So, uh, I mean, the Yankees can get by in the regular season with him playing eight to 30 games or whatever fuck he might give you if he's going to do that in the in the postseason. So I'm voting to keep John Carl Stan. I don't care what he gets paid. If he's going to perform in October like that, it's a no-brainer for me. 
It's all about October at this point. And that's not to say that he can he can show up for the next however many years he's here and only play eight games. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's a little crazy. But we talked about the guys who can fill in, who profile as a DH to be that would make their value actually better on this if team. If he averages 20 games played in the regular season. And he does that in the postseason for me? And then he hits, on average, eight home runs in the postseason for Dude, the rest of his Yankee career. He's you like care that he played 20 listen, games in the regular season? He's like that one kid that that doesn't show up to rec ball all year because he's too good. Like he goes, He plays on a traveling team, but then your team makes the playoffs and he finally fucking shows up. And you're like, oh, Tommy's here. Tommy's going to fucking play now while he's going to bat third, coach. Yeah, because Tommy knows how to fucking hit. And I'm going to put him in there, and he's going to win me a championship. That If that's what John Carlos Stanton has to be for me, fine. But you better be really fucking good in the postseason if you're not going to show up in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is what he was this year. So, I mean, that's a template for what I'm getting out of John Carlos Stanton. I'm going to take it. Okay, that's I don't care. It's all about October now. Who's going to show up in October? That's it. I mean, yeah, April through September is still important. Still got to get there. But you mean to tell me if the Yankees play the 162 games without John Carlos Stanton next year, they won't make the postseason? They absolutely will. Okay, that's my point. Do you think they can win a World Series without John Carlos Stanton in October? Maybe not. Not if if he's going to put up that type of... That's my man. point. When is John Carl Stanton most valuable to the Yankees? When he plays the way he did in 2020 in the postseason. In the postseason? Yeah. I, right? Hey, I'm not I, arguing I, you there, it. man. It, I, there's different rules for different guys. I'm sorry. You know, not everything is equal in life. It's just the way it is. You're, you got three kids and... And you're going to have to teach him. Like, why does one kid get something and I get this? Because not I fucking love him more not than everybody. I love you. Not, well, that's, you know, he went to bed on time last night. Because he's my kidding? favorite child. So, there, you know, you'll have to teach your kids that at some point. You know, just like, and I'm going to yeah. say that about baseball players. No, it doesn't go the same way for, let's say, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge needs to be on the fucking field for 145 games in 2021. That's actually a great comparison there. Yeah, you're right. But John Carl Stan doesn't. He doesn't need to be on the field for 145 games next year. If he's going to go out there and slug 8, 10, whatever, how many home runs he hit, and be a feared player in the lineup in October, he doesn't have to be on the field for 140 games in the regular season. He doesn't. I'm sorry. I'll die on that fucking hill. Maybe you roll this Chapman will be the one to kill me <laughs> Maybe on he'll it. be the one to fucking kill you. So... I don't even want to read any comments on Stan because I don't care. So okay, that's good. It. <laughs> good. So we wanted. I mean, we, uh, we we did still get decent turnout. I guess Twitter's new way of retweeting things kind of fucked everything up. Yeah. So f- you know, Twitter. Fuck you. Fuck you, seriously. Twitter. Jack Dorsey. Yep. Fuck you. You know, if somebody wants to tweet out that Donald Trump has an alien hanging out of his ass, or that Joe Biden, uh, you know, I don't know what does Joe Biden do. That's weird. Some weird. Sh- shit let them who cares i mean yeah. if you can't i mean if you can't understand that you know maybe joe biden doesn't eat sewer sludge for dinner every night or you know i'm just trying to be comical about it instead of like mm-hmm. some of the shit that people actually tweet out there like joe biden eats literal shit for dinner like if you're not fucking smart enough to understand that or or donald 
Donald Trump has fountain of yeah, youth. Yeah, like in, they don't give us enough credit for. Course. I know like, if you don't think people are smart enough to really right. be like, yeah, that's not real. That's not real. Mm, yeah. It makes me feel good, maybe, but it's not real. Like, come on, come on, guys. And then you know, on November fourth, you're gonna go back to the old way. Yeah, fuck it's you. Like, stop. It's, it's like, like fire and core, and then and then rehiring and them back. Yeah, just I mean, you know, you're, just, the, you're the Boston Red Sox of social media. You are fucking scum and then. really i told chris this if, it, if i didn't if we really didn't need twitter for what we're doing i i just don't see a need for it yeah i'd be out i just this shit just really turned me off you're just trying to suppress the information to people let them figure it out for themselves yeah you want to be fucking dumb and read some of these headlines and be like oh that's real i love that's when real. you try and retweet something with like a clickbait headline it's like are you sure you don't want to read this article first no like, i don't like, no don't. fuck you First Lady Melania Trump is really an alien. Oh, fine, that sounds real. I, that's that's real to me. That was one though this year. He has a body double. That's yeah, no, I, I. That's why I brought that one up because ah. I was actually basing a little bit of reality there. Yeah, fine. If you think that she's really from Mars, fuck it. Retweet hey, it. Who cares? And if you can't figure it out for yeah. yourself, then fuck, fuck yeah. Who cares? You know, no. I'll be. I will say this: We're two days from the election, right? You're nothing. Anything that has happened. In the last six months, six days, six hours, has changed anybody's opinion on who you're voting for. So who the it's fuck true. cares what you're retweeting? It's who true. cares? It's true. It's it does. It, it, that's the most political I'll get. We're not saying who we voted for or what way we lean or whatever the fuck. It just all I'm going to say is that nothing that has happened. And maybe there are a small percentage of people that something has changed their mind, but I'm going to tell you that nothing has changed. The presidential debates haven't changed anybody's mind. The, the, the Twitter retweeting policy hasn't changed anybody's mind. You, you, you're just is, fucking it, us. You're just, you're just screwing us over at this point. Yeah. I mean, really like I could have gotten way more votes on this fucking poll. You're not going to, you're not going to cause people to change the presidential election because you changed the retweeting process. You just fucked us. You fucked okay? us. Okay. Jack, you jerk off. Jerk off, Jack. In <laughs> <sighs> the show on that one? Yeah. My oh. son's outside the door. He probably thinks I'm talking about him. He's like, hey, Mommy, what's a I... jerk off? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll, let, you know, we'll, we'll save that for another, for another episode. All right. So 200 episodes uh, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to everybody that's listened to even a second of the thank show. You, whether thank you, thank you. You fucking love us or you hate us. You're listening to us, and that's all that, that really matters in the end. We appreciate your support, uh, onward and upward, man. Uh, just we're gonna just continue to bang out great shows for you. We hope you enjoyed this one. It might be our longest show ever, but I thought it was a really good show. It's a lot better than I anticipated it being coming in. So, thank you. That's all I really have to say about it. Yeah. Just keep listening to us and keep giving us five-star ratings and reviews. Yeah, and go to Manscaped and use our code NYYST20. Thank you. And if you, and I'll say it again, if you screenshot that you use Manscaped and use our code to use your order, $25 gift card to our fan shop. Boom. Boom. Done. And we will be rolling in, um, you know, I'll say this, and who knows if it will actually happen, but it is my plan to finally release the Sterling Silhouette series for Black Friday for, to kick off your holiday shopping. So we'll have to we'll have to come up with the design, and then we'll have to implement it. But we have about a, you know we've got about three four weeks to do that, so we'll figure that out. But that's the plan right now. 
We had you guys vote on it. You picked who you wanted the shirts made out of. So now it's up to us. And I think kicking off the holiday season with that is the, is the way to go. So. Do you have any, you, no, have anything else no, you want to say? No. Right. Ryan, are you sleeping over there? I'm here. All right. So thank you again for listening to episode 200 of the NYYSC podcast. Thank you for your support of the show throughout the years. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at StackIvory underscore NYYST, at Chris Jr. underscore NYYST, at Christian underscore NYYST in the main account at NYY Sports Talk. Uh, thank you again. Can't say it enough. Thank you again for listening. Stack guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.